What is up everyone? It's Quinn here. And in today's video, I'm going to be going through my week one top 36 running backs. So focusing on the running back position today, tomorrow, I'll be going through my top 36 wide receivers. Going to be splitting these players up into tiers. This video is going to be a little bit different than the one I did uh, last year. Um, the format's a little bit different, not just kind of listing the players. So let me know, you know, if you think this is better or worse, if you were here last year, just have like the player's uh, picture and then their matchup split up into different tiers. If you guys do have any uh, fantasy questions, you can drop those down below. I will say though, if you're going to ask about like start sits, um, the format is really helpful. So PPR, half point PPR standard, you know, just helps me uh, give you guys the best advice. But let's just jump right into the rankings. Remember, this is only for week one. So this would be like setting your lineup. This is not season long. You should not use this for trades solely for week one. So we're going to start it off with tier one. To be totally honest, I'm not going to dive super in depth on all these guys, especially the players in tier one. We're going to have Christian McCaffrey, Austin Eckler, Tony Pollard, Saquon Barkley, Bijan Robinson, Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, and Josh Jacobs. If you drafted these players, they are locked in to your lineup no matter what. You know, there's no doubt that these players are going to be starting for you. So I feel like we don't really need to break down the matchups. These players are matchup proof, regardless of what team they're going up against, they are going to be starting. Now moving into tier two, I think these players are also kind of locks in your lineup, but maybe just a slight step down from the tier one guys. Got Jameer Gibbs going up against the Chiefs. Some people may be weary of Jameer Gibbs in his first game being a rookie. Personally, I'm not very high on him. I think this game script is actually going to suit his skill set because the Chiefs are decent favorites, so potentially more pass-heavy Lions. It's probably going to be a high-scoring game. I think uh, Jameer Gibbs is going to slide in there nicely. Next up, we have uh, Joe Mixon going up against the Browns. I think Mixon is going to be a workhorse as long as he can retain that starting job. So I think he's a nice option here in your starting lineup. I guess probably the biggest difference in these rankings, at least so far, compared to like my overall rankings in ADP would be J.K. Dobbins. Very, very high on him this week. I'd already say I'm a little bit higher on J.K. Dobbins than consensus, but this is a really, really strong matchup for him here in week one. The Ravens have the third highest implied points, so they're likely going to be putting up a big number on the scoreboard. They're the largest favorite in week one, which is going to favor the running back position because they're probably going to be running it out towards the end of the game. And then the matchup here against the Texans, the Texans allowed by far the most fantasy points to running backs last season. I don't think that defense has had like, you know, a major turnover that all of a sudden they're going to be really strong against the run. I think J.K. Dobbins is going to have a big game here in week one. And then to wrap up this tier, we have Travis Etienne and Ramondre Stevenson. I'm not overly high on Travis Etienne season long, but he is attached to a really strong offense. And I think Bigsby is going to eat into that workload throughout the season. But early on, I do think Travis Etienne is a really strong start. And then Ramondre Stevenson, he does have a tough matchup here against the Eagles, but I think the way his workload is going to play out, he is going to be there receiving down back. So even if they're down to the Eagles, they're trying to come back, I still think Ramondre will be a solid play for you. Now moving into tier three, this is a pretty interesting tier. Going to start it off with Damian Pierce. I expect Damian Pierce to be the workhorse for the uh, Texans. That's what we saw in the preseason. I think that'll carry over here into week one. So even if he's not on the best offense, I still think he'll be a very, very strong fantasy option. Now behind Damian Pierce, we have Raheem Mostert. It kind of feels like Raheem Mostert is being a little bit undervalued to start off this season. It originally looked like the Dolphins were going to be rolling out a committee, probably some sort of 50-50 split with Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson. And then you'd assume that the rookie Devin A. Chain would kind of work his way into that 
at some point during the season. But now we have Jeff Wilson on IR. A-Chain has missed time during training camp um, due to a shoulder injury. So I don't think he's going to step in and have a huge role in week one. So this backfield is just completely wide open for Raheem Mostert. I think he's going to have a pretty strong workload here in week one. This should be a pretty high scoring game. They have the uh, second highest total point line of the week. Um, I think the uh, Chiefs Lions are number one, but Chargers Dolphins, this is probably going to be a pretty high scoring game. I would feel very confident playing Raheem Mostert here in week one. And you can see, like, I have them comfortably playing over guys that I would draft much higher in season long, right? A lot of these players that going after him, I would take over him for the entire season. But here in week one, I think he's in a really good spot. Another player who's kind of in a similar situation to that is going to be Jamal Williams. With Alvin Kamara suspended and then Kendra Miller still not practicing with a hamstring injury, I think Jamal Williams might be lined up as a legit workhorse here in week one. The Texans defense was really tough against running backs last season, but volume is king. If Jamal Williams is getting a big workload, I think he's a solid start in your lineups. And this is also not a situation where the starter goes down and there's like some bum running back behind him. I think the Saints were expecting some sort of suspension for uh, for Kamara. They went out in the offseason. They brought in Jamal Williams. He had a big year last year. So he is more than capable of being an NFL starter. So I think he's a nice option here in week one. Then we have Aaron Jones going up against the Bears. I think he'll just consistently be like a solid um, RB2 play week to week. Then we've got James Cook, Rashad White. I kind of feel like there's this big tier of running backs you could throw in like Madison, Sanders, James Conner, Akers, Montgomery, all of those guys. And I think, you know, some people have their favorites. Some people have the guys that are kind of fading. Of those group that I mentioned, I really like James Cook and I like Rashad White. I think James Cook is going to be the RB1 on one of the best offenses in the NFL. He may not have that three-down workload, but you're not drafting him to have that workload. If he was that guy, you know, he'd be up there in tier one or tier two. For Rashad White, at least to start off the season, I think he's going to have a very strong workload. Seems like his running back two is going to be undrafted uh, running back Sean Tucker. So maybe Sean Tucker eats into the workload throughout the season. But from week one, you know, I think Rashad White is in a good spot. Then I have Najee Harris here after Rashad White. This probably seems low for Najee Harris. Admittedly, I'm pretty low on Najee season long, but I actually do think like early in the season, he'll be a better fantasy option. This is just a really, really bad matchup. The 49ers are one of, if not the best defense in the NFL. They also gave up the fewest points per game to running backs last year. And I'm also not someone who's expecting Najee to have this huge workload. I know some people out there think he's going to kind of repeat his rookie season in terms of his opportunity share. I personally don't believe that. I think Jalen Warren has proven he's talented and an efficient option. So I do think this is going to be somewhat of a split. And then we're getting somewhat of a split now in a really tough matchup. He's going to be more of like a back end um, RB2 option for me. And then we've got uh, Kenneth Walker here after Najee Harris going up against the Rams. Kind of lower on uh, Kenneth Walker than consensus. I think it's a fine matchup, just not a player I'm overly excited about. Now, moving into tier four, we have Alexander Madison, Miles Sanders, and James Conner. These are guys who are going to wrap up my running back twos, have them ranked at uh, 22, 23, and 24. I think these are all players who have cases to be three down workhorses on their offenses. I'm a little bit skeptical of uh, Alexander Madison's role. I don't know if he's going to come in and just completely take over that Dalvin Cook role. If he does, I'll have him ranked higher um, heading into next week. Miles Sanders here, he also could be a guy who has a three-down role. 
I don't really love the matchup here against the Falcons. You also have week one, Bryce Young making his debut. I expect this Panthers offense to take a few weeks before they really start to get going. So he's more of a back-end RB2 for me. And then we have James Conner. Pretty much you're just banking on James Conner getting a crazy amount of volume. This offense is probably going to be really rough, um, especially early on in the season without Kyler, if they're ever getting Kyler back. So I think he's just fine, like fringe running back too. They're going to give him volume, but that's kind of like the game you're playing there with James Conner. Now, these are going to be more of my high-end running back threes. Had these guys ranked at 25, 26, and 27. Tier 5, David Montgomery, Cam Akers, and Khalil Herbert. For David Montgomery, I like him even though he's going to be in a split with Jameer Gibbs. Decent matchup here against the Chiefs. Like I said with Jameer Gibbs, probably going to be a high-scoring game. Game script probably favors Gibbs, but I still think Montgomery is going to be pretty involved. He's going to be the guy in there on the goal line. So a solid high-end running back three play. If he's your flex, even your running back two on a team where you're strong everywhere else, like I think that's a fair spot. Cam Akers, a little bit lower on Cam Akers than uh, consensus here. If Cooper Cup misses this game, which seems like it's trending negatively, like he's still not with the team. I think he's seeing some specialist in Minnesota. If Cooper Cup misses this game, I feel like some people are going to want to start Cam Akers. They're going to want to start Van Jefferson. I'm not really going that way. If uh, Cooper Cup does not play, I just think this offense is going to be rough, and that's not really going to um, positively impact anyone. So I think he's a fine, like high-end running back three. But um, also full transparency, like I'm not overly high on K-Makers season long. I don't think he's going to be the three down back. I think Kyron Williams is going to take receiving work. So bad offense, not a huge workload, little skeptical of K-Makers, but just kind of want to throw that out there. These rankings, you know, have some input from my uh, overall rankings heading into the season. And then to wrap up this tier, we have Khalil Herbert. I do think Herbert is going to be the lead back for the Bears to start off the season. Not the workhorse. I think we're going to get Roshan in there. Uh, now receiving opportunities, maybe got Foreman filtering in, but I still think he is the running back to start here for Chicago to start off the season. Now moving over to Javante Williams, guess these are like my mid-tier running back threes to my later end RB3s. Looking at Javante, I think he's a guy who's going to improve on his workload throughout the season. He's coming off an ACL tear. Don't think they're going to totally, you know, rush him back into a workhorse role. But we did see him play in the preseason. And I think that was big because in the preseason game with the starters, um, Javante and Samaj Piran were in somewhat of a split. We saw Javante outsnap Samaj Piran 13 to 11. So pretty close there. They both carried the ball 13 times. The big difference, though, was that Javante ran eight routes on 13 dropbacks and was targeted five times, um, and Samaje Pirine only ran three routes. So if this is going to be a decently even split on the ground, but Javante Williams is getting the bulk of the receiving work, I definitely think he deserves to be ranked higher in week one. Also, like two weeks have passed since that game, so the split might start to separate even a little bit more. Um, I'm very high on Javante long-term. I'd be a little skeptical early on. Like I'm not overly pumped to throw him into my lineup, but I do think he's going to kind of build and build and really be a, a big option for you in the second half of the season. Then we've got Isaiah Pacheco. Decent matchup here against the uh, Lions. Should be a high-scoring game. Lions defense, not great. I'm just a little bit skeptical about this Chiefs committee. I think some people just think Pacheco is going to be this smash pick. I think more likely than not, you know, we're going to have McKinnon working in. I feel like people are forgetting about CEH, but prior to CEH going down last year, he really was the guy before Isaiah Pacheco. So I think CEH may be a factor. 
So kind of just want to see how this plays out. I do think Pacheco is the best running back to start, but I feel like some people are acting like he's a smash pick. I can't get there, but maybe, you know, he proves me wrong and I'll move him up heading into week two. Then I kind of want to talk about these two Jets running backs. They're not back-to-back. You got DeAndre Swift sandwich in between there. But I have Delvin Cook, um, you know, pretty much right before Brees Hall in these rankings, very close together. Overall, I just don't think anyone really knows what this split is going to look like, you know, unless you're uh, in the building for the Jets. What we do know, though, is that the Jets have made it very clear they do not want to rush Brees Hall back. It seems like he might have been able to practice before they actually were like, all right, you're cleared, good to go. Um, Also, you can tell they don't want to rush them back because they went out and they got Delvin Cook, right? If Brees Hall is ready to play week one, that wasn't a necessary move for them to make. So I would be surprised if from week one, after they got Delvin Cook, they just, you know, give Brees Hall the RB1 carries. I think this is going to be a split. And I do think Delvin Cook is probably going to lead it. I also just don't really love the matchup here against the Bills. So I don't really think it's a great spot to play either of these guys. Um, This may seem like I'm negative against Brees Hall. Trust me, I'm not. I'm low on him here in week one. But in the grand scheme of things, like I'm probably one of the highest people out there on Brees Hall. I have him as like a 3-4 turn in my rankings. He typically goes way later than that. So I'm very in on Brees Hall. I just think he's a guy who's going to dominate in the back half of the season. And you may have to deal with some growing pains early on. And just do not panic if he is, you know, struggling or not having a huge workload early in the season. That should be kind of expected coming off the ACL with them bringing Dalvin Cook in. But long term, I think Brees Hall is going to be a great option. We have DeAndre Swift sandwiched in between these two guys. For Swift, I think he should be the favorite to lead the Seagulls backfield. But in the grand scheme of things, like who knows? It could be Rashad Penny. It could be Kenneth Gainwell. So that's why I have him more as like a mid-tier running back three. You know, if I could avoid it, I would rather not take on that risk in week one. But I understand, you know, he may be someone you need to start. And uh, good luck to you if you're in that position. And then to wrap up this tier, we have the um, commander's backfield. So Antonio Gibson and Brian Robinson. This is probably going to be very close to a 50-50 split. I guess maybe this game script would slightly favor Brian Robinson because they're probably going to be ahead. Um, He's the guy who's probably going to get more work on the ground compared to Gibson, who's more of the receiving option. But I feel like these guys are going to be pretty close together throughout the entire season. Ideally for fantasy, one of these guys kind of breaks out because when they're both, you know, playing together in a 50-50 split, if this offense isn't really good, they're kind of both useless week to week. So maybe one guy breaks out, but we'll just kind of have to wait and see what it looks like. And then the final tier here, just a two-man tier. These are guys I'd prefer to not play in my lineup, but you know, just kind of tossed them in here at the end. Samaj P. Ryan and Jarek McKinnon. I talked about how I think Javante is going to lead this offense. We saw the split in the preseason, similar carry numbers, but Samaj is just not getting that receiving work. In the Broncos offense, I don't want the B side of a committee. So he is going to slot in here. He'll have some sort of workload early in the season, but not overly high on him. And then we have Jarek McKinnon. We saw McKinnon go on a really strong run to end the season last year. Like I talked about with Pacheco, who knows what this split is going to look like, but he uh, could be interesting. So that's going to wrap it up for my top 36. Like I said at the top, you know, let me know what you guys think about this video, the format. Um, I think I may add numbers or the players' names. I don't know. Do you guys think that'd be a good idea? Would that kind of be helpful? open to criticism or uh, feedback down below in the comments. So let me know if you guys did enjoy, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, have the wide receivers tomorrow. Thank you again for stopping by and I will see you in the next one.